This is Ursula Hogan and welcome you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. The coming week features Shocked on the Gaelga with events and activities around the country putting emphasis on speaking our native language. Patricia Nugent spoke with Catherine in Scarf Library about its pop-up Gaeltacht this week. Hello, my name is Patricia Nugent. This week is Shocked on the Gaelga, which is an international Irish language festival and one of the biggest celebrations in our natural language and culture that takes place each year in Ireland and in many other countries. I'm here today talking to Catherine from Scarf Library about what's happening in our locality, in our own local library. Catherine, you're very welcome. Thanks, Patricia. Um, yes, yeah, so I just wanted to tell you about our pop-up Gwail Talks, which is happening next Tuesday, the 15th of March uh, at 10.30, uh, starting around 10.30am and bringing us right up to lunchtime. So it's a a sort of a pop-up drop-in Gwailtucht for the morning to celebrate Shakhtan and Gwailga. Um So the idea is that people will come by, uh, have a little chat, yeah. use their cupola foca las Gwailga, yeah. um, have a cup of tea, coffee. Yeah, um, very enjoy- relaxed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Enjoy some, some chat and good company and uh, maybe a few songs as well, las Gwailga. Yeah, yes, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's something that I find as you get older, you kind of, you've kind of, reg- I kind of, I do regret that we've let the Irish language oh, go because it's, it's our yeah. one identity. Yes, and, and I think the key to using it and uh, keeping it uh, in use is, is to have fun with it, you know, yes, and yeah. to not get too worried about grammar and, no. and stuff like that, just no. to use it, just, just to, to enjoy it. it. Yes. So, so yeah. that's what we're aiming to do with this. And I've yeah. And is it for all age groups then next For Tuesday? all age groups, yeah. We'll have... Um, some children from local schools uh, and some teenagers coming to visit us as well on the morning. Oh, but anyone is welcome to drop in. In fact, everyone is welcome to drop yes. in. Yes, and we'll, we'll advertise that at the weekend on the, the on the radio. Great, Oscar brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so it, yeah. as I say, it's open to everyone. Um, and just if you want any more information, you can give us a call in Good. the library. Yes. Uh, or drop yeah. us a line, drop us an email. Oh, grand. Okay. And is there any other events that are coming up, you know, apart from that in the library in the next yeah. few weeks or months? Well, or? exactly. Yeah, happily we're sort of back to our usual um, usual way of doing things and that yeah. we, we can open up and have events and everything again. Yes. So um, as well as the pop-up Gwail talked, we're running smartphone classes for older people at the moment. Um, so they are ongoing. Um, we're taking just small groups for those and we have a tutor from the Limerick and Clare Education and Training Board, Orla, who's doing those classes with us. Um, so we're taking small groups. So we have a group who are meeting every week for four weeks at the moment. And then we're taking we're taking names for, for bookings for the next set of classes. Oh, so lovely. again, if, you're, if you'd like some more information about that um, or if you want to book in, just uh, drop us a line. So it's scarif underscore library at clarecoco.ie or 0619228938. Oh yeah, grand, okay. Or drop in and talk I'll to us. In, yes. and say hello to us. Yeah. Um, as well as that then, we have we have our ongoing book clubs. We have four book clubs, I think, in the library. Um, at the moment we have two adult book clubs, a morning book club and an evening book club. And we have a junior club for uh, children and a teenage uh, book club so they're all going very and, well and the children's ones are they on during the day is it they're on saturdays oh saturdays yeah oh, saturday yeah. Oh, that's morning. great yeah. yeah and and anybody from the, the general locality can absolutely come. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and in fact i have my 
evening book club this evening and what we're doing for some people for whatever reason can't make it so we're doing uh, sort of hybrid you can zoom in or you oh, can yeah. physically be oh, there too so oh, that's um, great so that's it's a nice way to people get that if they exactly. were attending all the time and if just something happened that yes, they couldn't yeah. they couldn't yes. make it so yeah. um yes a nice way to to keep everyone involved um, we're also gearing up for our annual Spring Into Story Time, which is uh, it happens in April every year, and it's we'll have some regular story time events <laughs> in the library um, with little themes to them, and so we're really looking forward to welcoming mm-hmm. all the little kids uh, who maybe have missed out on story time sessions yeah. over the last couple yeah. of years. We're really looking forward yeah. to having those back yeah. in the library. Yeah, because it is lovely for kids it just is. to get yeah, stories. Yeah. It's, and yeah. and the staff really missed it as missed, well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great to be able to do all these yeah. things again. Yeah. Um, we have an interview skills workshop coming up on the 24th of March. That's an online event. So oh, um, yeah. that's with the uh, uh, lady who provides, who who's a recruitment and consultant. So she... Um, does these uh, workshops for us and they're really excellent. She's done mm-hmm. a few for us in the past. So I'd encourage anyone who's interested or is out there looking or just wants to improve their skills, uh, give us a call to book in for that. It's the 24th of March. Um, and we're also, in at the moment, we're also gearing up for a new library management system. So our new com- our computer system is being upgraded to a new and improved online oh. library system. Oh, great. So that means changes for the, the staff at the desk, but it also means all the people who use our online services will have a, a better and upgraded service. Oh, yeah, so, well, that's great, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It yes, is fantastic. Yeah. So I know that during the lockdowns, a lot of people maybe who'd never gotten into the audiobooks and, yeah. and you yes. know, the online magazines and that, yes. they got into it. But, so yeah. this just will mean that that service will run a little bit smoother and more oh, efficient. Oh, great. There well, might be a little bit of disruption for the first week oh, or yes, so. Oh, yes, just until it gets going. Yeah, but yeah. That's, but, um, that's understandable. So any questions on that, um, people are welcome to, to drop yeah. in and ask. Oh, great. And and just to go back to the shock and the Grave, mm. would there be any... Would there be Irish speakers coming to the library? Yes, yeah, there will. In fact, I mean, I, I should say that I did a little bit of organising in this, but it was really uh, down to the local Conran Aguelga group oh, yes. um, who put this all together. Um, so they, they will be there and encouraging the use of Irish yes. and uh, yes. chatting with people. And so oh, yeah. I, oh, I can't say my Irish is not great. <laughs> I literally only have a, a couple of fuckles. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, but that's what it's all about. It's about talking it using the Irish that you have and having fun with having it. fun yes yeah. yeah okay so it's so thanks very much so Catherine okay. and um, I'm sure you're looking forward to people coming on Tuesday yes absolutely so as I say please come along uh, the more the merrier yes thanks. and you don't and say you don't have to be fluent in no, the Irish just to come not. along no, and enjoy just, it exactly okay thanks Catherine thank bye. you bye bye the Tullis St. Patrick's Day Parade makes a welcome return next Thursday. Deirdre Duff of Tullis Sports and Social Club came on Scarf Bay Community Radio to give listeners details of the event. Now we're joined on the line here by Deirdre Duff, who is chairperson of the Sports and Social Club in Tulla. Deirdre, you're very welcome to Scarf Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much, Jim. Deirdre, one of your roles, I understand, uh, in, in Tulla is to organise the St. Patrick's Day Parade. So you must be absolutely thrilled that after, what, a two-year break, uh, that you're back in business again. Yes, we're delighted. Um, and, yeah, we're very excited about it. Um, I suppose the lockdown happened just as we were about to put on the parade two years ago. 
so everything was just dropped in the bend and people and it was supposed to be our big year in Tulla because it was our 1400 celebration so we're delighted to be finally getting back doing the parade again yeah that's right and, and getting the whole and ho- going, yeah. yes and hopefully uh, those celebrations that uh, the entire uh, population or community of Tulla was going to do back a couple of years ago. Hopefully they can be uh, revamped and reorganised, albeit a couple of years too late. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, tell us, uh, next Thursday is St. Patrick's Day, so um, your your parade takes place. First of all, uh, what time does it happen? It's starting at half four at the St. McCullough's National School. And the parade route is it'll go up the main street, past the vets, past Super Value, past the powerhouse. Um, at Reflection Hairdressers, the walkers will turn up towards the graveyard and come back down to the library. And all the floats will continue on past the chipper and down the hill. Lovely. That's our parade route. Good stuff. Okay. And uh, Registration is from four o'clock. Yes. Um, again, at the primary school. Um, there's no fee for entering, so everybody's welcome to entering. Um, we do take, we do accept donations a day if anybody wants to help us. All the donations go towards the bunting and the insurance, which of course, like everything else, has gone up this year. Yes. Um, we would love walkers. We'd love floats. We'd love vintage. Um, there's any amount of topics you could do your photo shoot on this year between the coronavirus and the lockdown and the war and the fourteen hundred. Yes. <laughs> so um, there's loads of options there to. Put, put together some sort of a, uh, a presentation for the for the parade. Lovely. So, and it's great that it's open to floats and walking groups. And if, you know, if someone turns up on the day, I'm sure they won't be turned away, Deirdre. Oh, no, we'll, we'll accept everybody that turns up on the day. Yeah, there's, there's no pre-registration or anything like that. Yes. And um, pre- we have other stuff organised for the day as well. Um, we'll have face painting at St. McCall's National School from three o'clock until half four. Um, Kerry Collins is organising that. Um, the Tulla Scout group are setting up kind of a photo booth at the primary school. So people can go down there and take their photos with the some sort of a St. Patrick's Day backdrop, you know, to remember the day. Um, we have, if you walk to the village from today, we have um, photos in all the shop windows of parades in years gone by. That was something we started last year, kind of to have a, a parade to the street. Kind of a parade to the street, but we couldn't have a parade. Yes. So we asked the locals to dig through their photo albums last year and pull out all their old parade photos. So that's a lovely thing to do, go up to the street and see all the, the pictures. Yes. And um, we have the pipe band, we'll be doing a little musical um, display at the end of the parade and we have a local, the local choir are going to do some singing as well at the end. So simply entertainment, there's something for everybody. So where does the parade finish then? The, the, I suppose the viewing stand will be up near the library there. Yes. It's kind of a natural height. Yes. So if you're anywhere down below that, you'll have a great view of everything going by. Okay. And that's where the music will be near the end, yeah. And in the past, Deirdre, where there have been floats, have they been businesses or have they been community groups or, or maybe a mixture? It's been a bit of everything. Hmm. Um, sometimes just groups of friends coming together and producing floats. Um, and like we, we've asked a few of the local businesses to try and put something together um, you know it doesn't have to be something big like but just it's just nice to have something you know different to look at in the parade and yes, yes you know yes. the length of it and, and, and you know if it's something funny or comical better still like yes of course you know? and would so I be right would I be right in thinking uh, the Tulla Pipe Band will be there in force 
Yes, um, we're very lucky in Tulla. We're very proud to have the Pipe Band. And they have led the parade here every year, I think, except the year they went off to America to promote us in America. Um, so they'll be leading off the parade. But we're even got more celebrities this year. The the winners of the Hearty Cup team, uh, St. Joseph's Turning team, are going to lead our parade this year. Brilliant. So we're very proud of the boys in yes. St. Joseph's. And we're delighted that they accept our invitation to lead off the parade. That's brilliant. Well, I think all of East Clare is very proud of them, Deirdre, because they have done really superbly well. And, uh, you know, they should be really, uh, I know they're they're finished with the run now, but uh, they should be really delighted with themselves. And indeed, very fitting, I would say, that they would lead the parade. Yeah, we're very proud of them now. Okay. They've just, they've, they lifted the whole village and all of East Clare with, the, you know, their their feet and that sort of stuff. It just, you know, gave everybody something different to talk about and the amount of people that went to their matches and the whole town has done up in blue, every house with the flag outside it. So, you know, they've, they've lifted every spirit That's and, you know, they fought to the end like so. Yeah. We, those of us passing by Tulla saw a number of Scottish flags um, flowing around the place here and there. We were wondering... No, no, they're, they're, they're for, they're for Tulla Harland. I know they are, yes. <laughs> there was a shortage of blue and white flags to start with, but... Um, yeah. Oh yeah, so, well, um, yeah. And tell me, uh, before we finish, um, are there many people involved in the sports and social club in Tulla? Um, yeah, it's a it's a huge putting on a parade is a huge deal. Um, I suppose there's, there's three main people in the, in the group. There's myself, there's Idel who's a secretary, and uh, Henry who's a treasurer. But when we go to put on the parade each year, there is a huge amount of people that are there every year, and that will do registration. They'll pick up litter, they'll put out the barriers, they'll man the crossroads, they'll organise the prizes. Do you know what I mean? It's, yes. it's a whole village, you know. It's just the school letting us use their facilities. It's the businesses letting putting us stuff in the windows and promoting us and yes. funding us. The businesses are brilliant. Like, if we didn't have the funding from the businesses, we wouldn't have the money to put it on. Like, so. I know. So it's a real community so, event. It is, yeah. And everybody gets behind it. Like, so. Great stuff. It's a great day. So St. McCullough's National School are putting on a concert in our local church here on thir- Thursday the 24th of March and all the funds raised are going to go to Ukraine. Very that's good. something that might be entertaining if people want to go to it. Yeah, that's Thursday. And Colour the- Drama. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Thursday the 24th Grand. in the church at yeah. 7.30. Yes. At the fundraiser for Ukraine. And Tulla Drama are producing Big Maggie by B- John B. Keane in the Tulla Courthouse from the 23rd to the 26th of March. Lovely. And that's usually uh, they're usually a good thing to go see. Yes. And, that, entertaining. and Big Maggie really is an old favourite, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, by John B. Keane. So there's more reason to come to Tulla the following week. Okay. So there's going to be, uh, Tulla is the place to go for St. Patrick's week and for the weeks afterwards. So that's, that's great exactly, to hear. Yeah. So hopefully all of those will be, will be successful and particularly, I suppose, the National School where they're raising funds to go to Ukraine. Well, yeah. Deirdre, uh, we wish you all the best in the parade and hopefully hopefully the day is fine, first of all, and that it's a big success. And so people can register from four o'clock and then the parade kicks off from the area around the school at half four. That's it, yeah. And if children, people with children want to come a bit earlier, the space sent from three o'clock. Yeah. Brilliant. And hang around after the break for a bit of music. Exactly. So yeah. it's going to be, a, please God, a great day in Tulla on Thursday, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that's it, yeah.
background. Okay, dear to Duff from the uh, Tulla Sports and Social Club, many thanks for joining us. We wish you every success with the parade and look forward to a great day. Dear to many thanks. Thank you very much. Like many other parts of East Clare, the parish of O'Callaghan's Mills received good news recently in relation to grant funding for community projects. Our Mills correspondent Pat O'Brien chatted with Jim Collins this week for News Extra. I'm delighted to be joined now by our correspondent in O'Callaghan's Mills, uh, Pat O'Brien. Pat, uh, you're very welcome to News Extra. Thanks, Jim. Pat, uh, one of the items which uh, didn't get in in around the parishes today and uh, which was really worthy of note is the great success that uh, the Mills Parish has had in terms of uh, funding and in terms of uh, acquiring funding for various projects that are happening. Yeah, the, the, the recently, recently we have seen the Community Council uh, in, in St. Finan's National School and in, in, in conjunction with the Kikishan Community Council received 102,343 in sports capital funding for its uh, sports ground at three of the schools. Uh, the grant aid was provided for a walking, jogging track with sensing and lighting. So um, that's a great boost on there, Jim, in the school, national school, and I suppose with the, the community council, they'll, they'll probably be using it as well. I think that when, you're, when they're giving out those grants now, uh, those um, um, grants, which uh, they, they, they like to have the community, community involvement in them. Yes. So uh, just just right from the school and from the, the local community there for, for that. Also, the the Ocalans Mills institution, the the handball alleys, um, also received um, a grant of twenty-seven thousand seven hundred sixty-four for replacing behind it at the, uh, at the oh yeah at the back of the goal. The, the Holland Club was involved in this as well. The the back of the the goal in the goals in the in the grounds. rounds. And the handball club will complete cladding and insulation. That they received the grant a few years ago to to do some to bring um, insulation and cladding on the walls of the handball. It wasn't finished out fully, so they they have they have they have the extra funding received now to complete the the cladding on the on the alleys. And then they're going to replace the windows and doors in the Ocalans Mills Court and replace the floor in the in the in the kitchen court. So. That's that's just to to to, to, to get all this that that funding from um, from the especially a lot of it comes through from the from the lot of gyms, you know. Yes. And yes. Um, I see recently there were an awful lot of, of of clubs around the county received um, received a, a huge amount of money in, in. so it is it's a great boost for clubs and uh, for club development around the county and. Various schemes like that, please. It is, and it's, it's, it's. I suppose, like in all of East Clare and in the mills, in in this instance, you know, it's it's confirmation of the work that's been done on the ground, uh, all by volunteers and volunteer groups, uh, to to put facilities in place for, in in your case, we'll say the behind the school or for the GA club or whatever. So it's it's really. Um, you know, it's it's a great backup to the voluntary effort that's that's in your parish, Pat. Oh, yes, yeah. So, to, to, uh, so look at those volunteers, a huge amount of volunteers in each in every parish in in, in Clare and in, in in Ireland. So it was all they all they all do uh, they all do great work, and uh, only for all that volunteerism, I suppose, uh, we we very poor in, in maybe in facilities and and in in in, in uh, sports facilities and all that around the around the. 
around the country and, and around the county and the country. So that's right. It's, and it's marvelous to see. It is marvelous to see uh, a government level that is uh, being administered as well, and where you know where the where the the, the volunteerism <coughs> is being appreciated. Yes, indeed, that's wonderful to see. Okay, uh, what was I going to say? That's uh, we. We'll, that's fine, Pat, isn't it? Yeah, that's fine, Jim. Yeah, that's, okay. that's fine, yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, Pat, Pat O'Brien, thank you very much for, for joining us today on News Extra and congratulations on all the uh, the fundraising that or the funding that has been achieved and uh, we wish the various groups every success in carrying out uh, the plans they have. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Okay. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we'll keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarf Bay Community Radio.